Radical, episode 163. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. It is an early morning. This is going to be an audio show only, but uh, I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. I don't care where you're coming from. If you're left, right, progressive, conservative, libertarian, anarchist, anarcho-capitalist, minimalist, whoever you are, um, welcome to the show. Um, this morning's show is going to be about voting, and I've thought I've been getting up pretty, pretty early lately and kind of... Uh, just kind of knocking some things out. I thought, you know, maybe a, a shorter show format, um, a few more times a week, if I can manage it, uh, might be a good thing to get out. And today is just one of those days. Um, I think it's uh, it's incumbent uh, to talk a little bit about voting here in uh, the United States, in Georgia specifically, um, for anybody and everybody who's out there, because a lot of people haven't, I don't think, thought about this super critically from other camps. And I think this is one of those areas where we as, you know, people who are in the liberty movement, um, you know, you know, I, I don't think there are very many Democrats in the liberty movement, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the guys that are, you know, the Republicans out there, or if you're speaking to Republicans or conservatives, uh, if you're, you know, a constitutionalist, if you're past that and you've moved on to, uh, you know, anarcho-capitalism, um, you know, this is where we need to do a lot of really good, um, you know, work out there in in our communities in terms of I don't know having this debate and convincing people of you know what's going on in in the world in terms of voting. Now, obviously, here in Georgia, we have had. Um, uh, you know, a big year in terms of headlines because of voting, right? Um, the Republicans came out and they said, hey, you know, all the, the voting this past time around, um, we got to fix some things. So the Republicans uh, had passed some bills to, to try to, I don't know, curtail the amount of you know mail-in ballots and voting fraud and all that kind of stuff. Did they really, really want to do anything about voting fraud? I don't think so. Um, had they really wanted to do it, they would have come out and done, you know, a 2020, uh, type of, I don't know, recount recast. I don't know. Like there are some serious, serious problems in Georgia, um, with the dominion voting machines. And I'll tell you, you know, as a guy who's been in races, um, down here, I've, I've seen it firsthand. Uh, my first race, out, I, I went up against a uh, Republican in a primary down here, and the vote results that were coming in from all over the the precincts that I was part of, outside of my race, were much earlier to be counted versus the race that I was in. And I'm telling you, like it took a long, long, long time into the evening, past twelve o'clock, um, to get those results. Whereas you know, a lot of the other races were already, you know, fully counted and decided on the same ballot in the same district. And, you know, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I think voting has always been rigged and not just because of the Dominion machines, right? Like I, I honestly think that voting in America has always been rigged one way or another uh, to ensure that the people that are absolutely loaded and have power, don't lose power. So I say that, and, you know, maybe it's a little anecdotal, uh, but, it, you know, it, it's obviously, you know, I can sit there from the beginning of American history and go, well, not everybody always had the right to vote. Most people 
uh, did not have the right to vote. Some people did. And the elections, the, the way they were c- conducted and carried out, uh, even amongst those guys, I think, you know, were a lot, often, often shady. Um, and today's world, you know, uh, back, I think it was like 1951, 52, uh, here in Georgia, uh, might've been 1949. Don't quote me. But, um, the, the Republicans and Democrats removed the communist from ballot access. And, you know, this is, this is a problem. Um, this is a problem that remains here in Georgia to this day is ballot access. They, they, you know, they, they made sure that the, the communists couldn't get on the ballot. And now it seems to me like the only people we have on the ballot are people that run in extremely statist, powerful circles. So ballot access for, you know, people like libertarians is, is still one of those things or, or anybody who's not a Republican or Democrat is still one of those things that is not talked about. The you know the powers that be between uh, Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp who have really been I don't know fueling this feud uh, in 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 I don't know fair voting here in Georgia are absolutely full of shit when it comes to you know really you know having fair elections. If we if we had fair elections in Georgia, first and foremost, anybody and everybody who is a citizen of Georgia should be able to put their name on a ballot for any office that that we have. And that's not the case right now. Um, we barely just eked out a, um, a, you know, a federal court case to get our names on the ballots in terms of being libertarians for us house. And it's still, you know, it's, it's not, it's not equal. Um, we don't have equal access to the ballot, which means you don't have equal representation. And, this is a, I mean, this is a giant problem from, you know, the very beginning, because here's the thing is a lot of people make names for themselves at lower positions first. And, you know, that's why, you know, people have always asked me, why don't you go run for this? Why don't you go run for that? Why don't you go run for this? I can't get ballot access. Libertarians can't get ballot access at lower levels um, in the state in terms of if it's not a statewide ballot, then we can't get access to it. It's like, yeah, you know, we could go grow our name at city council or county commissions. We could go grow um, what we're doing, you know, in in those small places. But as a libertarian, you're not going to make the ballot. No possible way on earth. And I say that, you know, is in I, I don't think I've ever shared the story as my first time out as a libertarian versus my first time out as a Republican and uh, in, in taking on an you know an election, right? Um, when I was, when I ran as a Republican in a primary down here for us house, uh, when it was time to register, I took my check and I walked into the state Capitol, walked up the stairs into the Republican, uh, office and I registered no lines, no waiting, really just walk in, sign up, you're done. Now juxtapose that with running for us Senate as a libertarian versus running for U.S. House as a Republican here in Georgia. We, we do not get to go into the state capitol, while at the same time, the U.S. Senate candidates, both John Ossoff and David Perdue or anybody else who's running for Senate, or 
as a Republican, gets to still continue to go into the state house over there, you know, the, the Capitol, and go into an office, hardly waiting in a line at all, and if there is one, and sign up. We are relegated to the Department of State on, I don't know, on the 8th or 11th floor or something like that. Some very weird um, place where, you, you know, you've got to kind of crawl through a maze to get there, um, you know, take the special elevator up, and then wait for, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours to take a, you know, take a check into those guys and say, hey, I'm putting my name on the ballot. And we obviously organize this as libertarians, but do you see how different it is? It's one of the, it's, it's like, it's the, the demoralizing effect, this, this chilling effect, the, the idea that you're not equal, man. You have no say at all in terms of getting that change. You have um, no recourse. It's, you know, in terms of getting on a ballot, you know, this process should be equal for anybody and everybody in Georgia, and it's not. So when I say all voting is rigged and it's always been rigged since the very beginning, I'm not talking just at the ballot box. I'm talking about people who are technically allowed by state law to even put their name on the ballot to represent you. That should tell you a lot about what's going on, not only here in Georgia, but in America. That the Republicans and Democrats who are in control and who are in power, they're okay with themselves being in control and in power. They're okay with those two selections. As long as you choose one of the two approved by the state parties, great. The moment you fly in the face of power, you're ostracized. You have more barriers in your path. You want to talk about, you know, one of the, the last minorities in terms of equality in America, in Georgia. It's anybody who doesn't want to vote or run on a ballot as a Republican or Democrat. You don't have equal access. There is not equal treatment under the law. It is absolutely absurd in this day and age that if there's going to be voting, that there isn't equality under the law for it. And the thing is, like I said, Stacey Abrams and, and Brian Kemp will go out of their way to tell you, you know, what they're doing is the right thing and never, ever, ever mention this ever. It's, it's, I don't know. It's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. And I'll tell you, this is the point to get to. Today's election day in America, November 2nd, is for the past 20 plus months, Americans across this country and in this state have been told by their governor, by the bureaucrats, by the people who are in power in Georgia, that there are two classes of people. There are essential people and there are non-essential people, that they can override your rights, powers that were not delegated to them to override, to shut you down, to lock you down, to close down your business, to tell you how to run your business, to how to run your lives, to how you can interact with each other in social gatherings. If that isn't the understanding, the pure understanding, while these men and women who are in government, they didn't miss paychecks, 
They didn't get locked down. They got paid vacations. They took your money by force and coercion while telling you you couldn't go to work, how to run your business, how to run your livelihoods. Changing the, ec- the, the entire economy in the state of Georgia costing us over a million jobs. Did they, any of them say anything about this? Hell no, they didn't. Do they care? No. Do they continue to collect taxes? Yeah, Brian Kemp came out earlier this year and talked about how they had gained or I gathered more tax money than years prior. And a year where men and women and kids in this country struggled more than ever. And that is the disconnect. This disconnect between the state and the private citizenry. This is this is my 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 biggest, biggest misunderstanding in this day and age with what people are willing to do, what people are willing to fight for, what people are willing to do in terms of losing, to draw a line in the sand. I'll tell you, I mean, I obviously moved out here into this this new house this year and um, have got a, a property tax bill here for local schools. You know, most of it, the the large majority of it is for local schools. Many of you guys know that I homeschool my kid, right? Like my, my kids are all homeschooled. And my property tax goes towards the education system. A large, the overwhelming majority of my property tax goes towards the education system. And I want you to think about this. If I don't pay this, they're, they're going to come after me. They're going to come after my property. They're going to come after my home, my livelihood. Take it, and if I resist hard enough, they'll cage and kill me. That's the reality of what property tax is here in, in Georgia. The idea that anybody has claim to your property is an absolute fallacy. I want you to imagine a bunch of armed thugs standing outside your door in your front yard on your driveway demanding that you give them money. Demanding that you give them a cut of what you make for a a service that you don't use. A service that you absolutely, abhorrently, fundamentally disagree with. A service that teaches exactly what the state wants them to do. That you are not sovereign. That you have no property rights. That your money isn't yours. That as long as the state is using force and coercion, it's okay. Those thugs standing outside your house are going to bang on your door. 
They're going to tell you to open your door or they're going to knock it down. You open the door and you say, can I help you? I say, yeah, you need to give us some money. How much? Some arbitrary number. And if you don't give it to us, we're going to take the whole thing. We're going to take your whole house. We're going to take all of your land. We're going to take your property. If you don't give us a little bit of money for a service that you don't use, that you on a conscious level absolutely disagree with, that flies in the face of your beliefs, that is... If you've never said it out loud, if you've never heard somebody say it out loud, can you imagine if it was just other people? There wouldn't be a question in my mind what most of you would do. Somebody shows up at your house demanding money, and if you don't give them some money, they're going to take the whole thing. You're going to fight to the death. You are going to fight to the death. So what makes it okay? What magical nonsense makes it okay? Somebody somewhere in government said it was okay? Some legislature somewhere said it was okay and a judge upheld it? So your local executive, the mayors, the sheriffs, the bureaucrats from the state, what all of a sudden they have some magical ability to confer upon themselves the 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 power to use force and coercion to deprive you of your life, liberty, and property. It's absolute tyranny. It's tyranny. And this is where I get to with the Republicans, especially in this time and age. Obviously, I'm going to put my name in the hat for governor. Not necessarily that we're going to go out and win. But to talk about things like this, to have people understand that this, this narrative that just because somebody works for the government, they have a power to use force and coercion against peaceful people, They have a power to to take your life, liberty, and property by force? What have we become? Georgia? America? I mean, what on earth have we become that this is okay? I'm telling you, this is going to blow up. There are more and more and more people turning to homeschool because they see exactly what the school systems are. Thank God. And I'm telling you right now, I am going to gather as many people as I can in Georgia that use their own funding to teach their own kids through homeschool or through private school. And we are going to launch an army to destroy this. This makes me sick. Absolutely 
sick to my stomach, to my soul to have to sit here and talk about this kind of thing. Because I don't know, like I don't understand where real men in this country have gone. I am not the brightest. I am definitely not the sharpest tool in the shed. But goddamn, like, I am sick to death of all of this. I am sick to death of the state using the little power that it was given and amplifying it to take advantage of the citizens of everyday good men and women. And I know that's they say it all the time. Is the only thing evil needs to triumph is for good men and women to do nothing. And the thing is, I know there are good men and women out there. I know there are great men and women in this liberty movement. I know there are good men and women who are Republicans and Democrats and who have absolutely checked out of the whole political process. I know you're out there. What are you doing? Why are you not taking action? Why are you not standing? Why are you not coming together and telling the county sheriffs, the mayors? Why are you not telling them not another cent? We are done with this indoctrination system. We are done with property tax. We are done paying fees on our vehicles. They are not yours. They are our property. And we will travel where we want to. We already pay a tax at the pump for roads that are absolutely horrible in Georgia. The fraud that has been perpetrated against you here in Georgia and around and around the United States and, and honestly around the world. When you finally figure it out and you come together and you say enough is enough. That's when this shit ends. And I was having a conversation with my good buddy last night. We were out in the drive after he'd come out and, and done some hunting. And, you know, one of the things that I, I love doing is having guys out here that absolutely love hunting come out and and hunt and we'll have a conversation you know a lot of times afterwards it's it's a very small few people that i consider brothers that i allow to hunt out here and we're talking about it i'll tell you what it's like it's just it's time the anxiety right now of what is being trespassed against all of us all americans the coming financial collapse that's been trying to happen since 2019. It's like, let's just go. Let's get it over. This this waiting, this pushing, this, I don't know, indirect fascist tyranny where they're just whittling away little by little by little. When are you going to be stronger? 
when are you going to push back? And I'll tell you right now, especially the Republicans out there that say things like, well, I'll never vote for a libertarian. Why? Because a libertarian can't win. Why? Because I'll never vote for a libertarian. Why? Because a libertarian can't win. Why? Circular logic like that. I'm going to tell you right now, Republicans, conservatives, Democrats, progressives, I know you're all sick of the system. I know you are. But if you're so goddamn scared that you can't even stomach losing an election. You might as well throw it in now. You might as well pack your shit, all your rights, your bank accounts, your home, your livelihood, your family, and give up. Give up now. Because if you won't draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not voting for these fuckers anymore, I'm not voting for these murderers and thieves ever again. I will not put my name on a ballot and endorse any of these monsters for office. I would rather lose the office. I would rather not put my support behind murderers and thieves. I don't care if I lose. I care about making a stand. If you can't say that, pack it up. You're done. Country's done. You're done. The Republicans and the Democrats have proven over and over and over and over for decades and decades, if not a couple of centuries now. They're never going to do it. The, the government is never going to free you. Ever. They are not going to give you back your rights. They are not going to remove taxes. They are not going to stop inflationary taxing now that the economy is crumbling. Have you not seen enough over the past year to understand that they don't give a flying fuck about you, your family, your livelihoods, your property? One of the most freeing things you can possibly do today on election day, go pull a ballot. And if you don't believe in the people who are on that ballot, then don't fucking vote for them. Don't give them your name. Don't give them your support. Stop worrying about if you win or lose, because I'm going to tell you right now, 99.9% .9 of the time, no matter who you vote for, you lose. The Republicans are controlled opposition at this point. They don't give a shit. I've even seen Thomas Massey and Rand Paul, for God's sakes, talking about Fauci's resignation after the last 20 months. Resignation? That's what we're going to get from Republicans at this point? We're going to get an ask for resignation? The people who have per perpetrated the last 20 months 
of lies, of propaganda, of lockdowns, of mandates. These people deserve, at very minimum, to rot in cells for the rest of their life. You're never going to be able to vote your way for freedom. You're going to have to get together, you're going to have to take a stand, and you're going to have to say enough is enough at your local levels. You better get real loud, you better get real, real, real pissed. And you better start drawing lies in the sand. You better start being okay with losing. You better come to grips with a whole lot of things here in the very near future. Voting is never going to save you. Politicians are never going to save you. The only way this works is if you come together and you demand freedom for not only yourself, but your neighbors, your community. No matter who they are, no matter who they voted for in the past, no matter what they look like, no matter who they love, if they're peaceful people, you can find common ground to work with them to say enough is enough. It's a great old saying that if elections really mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. They don't matter. They're rigged. Every fucking one of them. Right from the start. Go out and do something positive in your community. Get together. Draw that line in the sand. Start doing things. Helios is there for you guys. It's on RadicalPod.com. Feel free to use it as a starting point. There is a world of good you can do, but you got to take the first steps. You got to draw the lines in the sand. I think this audience has it in them. I think the people that you can touch, I think you can change them. I think people are primed for this moment in history to do exactly that. But they need somebody. They need a catalyst. They need to know that they're not alone. And that's going to take you getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of your bubble, and, and really, really pushing yourself as far and as hard as you can to see liberty happens in our lifetimes. What are you willing to do? What will you do today, tomorrow, all of next week, next month? What will you do? There's no off season ever. Like I said before, independence is a verb, and it's time you start earning it. It's time we start earning it, and it's time we work together. That's going to do it for today's show. If you guys love this little format, then maybe let me know. I'll keep doing them. 
If you uh, want to become a patron of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash radical pod. If you want to support the show through giving it reviews, you can go to Apple and leave a five-star review there, and I will read it here on the air. Need some of those guys. Really appreciate that. Um, and anything else, if you need gear or Helios or to see the platform for governor to start spreading those things around, like I said, radicalpod.com has got it all for you. Um, and you can follow me anywhere out there, um, kind of burn up Twitter a little bit. So anyway, uh, I hope you guys have a great week. I will catch you back here later this week. And if you like this format, let me know again at Shane at radicalpod.com. I will talk to you guys later. I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.